In November, Sacramento County voters will be asked to approve a sales tax that will raise $8.4 billion for a variety of transportation projects. Measure A is proposed by the multi-jurisdictional Sacramento Transportation Authority, the STA. In opposition is a coalition calling itself Sac County Residents Against Measure A that is led by Bruce Lee of the Sacramento County Taxpayers Association. In our discussion, Lee offers an overview of the proposed sales tax increase and discusses disparate groups that have aligned themselves in opposition to the proposed sales tax increase. But this does hurt the economically disadvantaged disproportionately. Sales tax by its nature is regressive. And while these may be sort of odd, or may be considered odd colleagues, frankly, I don't find them odd at all. And I, I welcome them. From my point of view, we're all citizens. I'm Dan Gowardy. On this edition of Elk Road News Podcast, we'll discuss this and more with Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, thank you for joining us in Elk Road News Podcast today. For the benefit of our listeners, can you give a brief description of what the Sacramento Transportation Authority is and how they generate revenue from taxpayers? Absolutely, Dan. And let me just say thank you very much for the invitation. I appreciate that. You know, the Sacramento Transportation Authority was created back in 1988 and is governed by a 16-member board of directors. And its primary purpose, the reason it was created, was to use the half-cent sales tax for county transportation purposes back in the, the late 80s. And some are pleased with how the uh, Transportation Authority has used those funds, and some not so pleased. The current uh, half-cent sales tax that we have was renewed in uh, 2009, and that's going to continue to 2039. Okay, so we already have a half-cent sales tax that's got about another 19 years in front Absolutely. of us. So the STA generates uh, revenue through this half-cent sales tax, mm-hmm. and now they want an additional sales tax for presumably new transportation projects. What is yeah, what is this well, measure? Well, 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 go ahead. Yeah, Me- Measure A has okay. been the, uh, the, the whole uh, bailiwick here. And yes, the uh, Transportation Authority is seeking another, another half-cent sales tax on top of our current sales tax. And this would, unfortunately, raise our sales tax in the county to 9.25%. And that would be an pro- estimated $8.4 billion, $8.4 billion over the next 40 years. They're asking for another, basically to double the sales tax yes. dedicated to transportation. And yeah. this is going to cost taxpayers about $8.4 billion that's the in today's dollars. And I guess th- that could go that, up, too. That, that's true if you account for inflation, et cetera. Bruce, can you tell us about your group and your involvement in the Measure A, which by all accounts, it looks like the Sacramento County Board of Supervisors will approve that at their July meeting. July 14th is the target date. Why is your group opposing this? And and tell us about your group and why they're opposing this particular measure. Thanks, Dan. Yes, I'm, I'm president of the Sacramento County Taxpayers Association, Sacramento Taxpayers Association. And I'm also the coalition lead for the uh, Sac County Residents Against Measure A. Now, Sacramento Taxpayers Association, SACTAX, were founded back in the 1960s. And our function primarily is to be a watchdog over local government, cities, counties, special districts, things like that. 
And our intent is that taxes are used prudently, used wisely, and reflect the citizens, the residents' concerns about what needs to be done. You know, there are a lot of special interest groups out there in the community. And I, if you go down to the state capitol or in the halls of any government, you'll see them around. But who's looking out after the taxpayers? That's our primary function. And I honestly believe that you know, government is not something to be sneered at uh, from far away. But it's simply something for citizens to take ownership over and responsibility for and to express their ownership. And I find that where the light of public attention focuses on something, we generate positive results and positive changes in our, how our governments operate. So we ourselves and the coalition are opposing this tax for at least four reasons. Okay, let's outline those four reasons if we can. Sure. First of all, you know, frankly, small business and families uh, really cannot afford to increase their cost of living at this time. I think everyone's suffering in that regard. During the COVID-19? Well, even without the COVID-19. Okay. Prices are increasing. You'll see net residents leaving California now rather than coming into the state. And second reason, while every resident pays for this countywide tax, not every resident is going to benefit the same. So now about 20% of $8.4 billion is going to be going into light rail. And that's okay, I guess. But that only operates in three of the seven cities. So those, and there are many other possible inequities. A third reason is, frankly, Sacramento County is already... Uh, and the residents are already paying two taxes at this time. So we have the current half-cent sales tax, which, as I mentioned, is going to expire in, in, in 2039. But just recently, uh, SB1 was the $0.12 cent a gallon tax for all transportation purposes. And that's huge. Those are huge numbers. And there's a, an inclination to think, how are we using our current dollars now rather than going back to the well for asking new dollars? And the fourth reason, Dan is that, indeed, during a pandemic and an economic meltdown that we're having right now, residents are simply not are prioritizing their health and safety and not focusing on a tax increase. In the Bay Area, there was the super mega one-cent tax increase that was being proposed by the Bay Area. But they chose, I think wisely so, said this is not the time, and they took it off the ballot, which is probably the wise thing for us to do ourselves. Let's, let me ask you a little bit more about that, because at the last STA meeting, there was a lot of discussion. A discussion. STA uh, Chair Darren Soon and a few of the members, they were trying to portray this now. They're, it seems like they're shifting their, their dialogue and their narrative on this, that they're trying to portray this as a stimulus package. I mean, does that make sense to you? or <laughs> No, it actually, it, 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 it definitely does not make sense to me, Dan. And, uh, you know, there are, there are four reasons, broadly speaking, enunciated uh, at the uh, May 14th STA meeting. And those just, and I, I, I'll call them, more, in my point of view, more justifications than, than reasons. But one justification was that oh, the opposition really doesn't matter. Back in March, we had 400 people opposed to this at the, S, at the uh, Transportation Authority. On May, we had 600 to 700 uh, opposition comments, and that was a 10 to 1 ratio of opposed to favor. But there's this idea that, well, there's an organized opposition, and the opposition doesn't really matter so much. But I can tell you, frankly, that the vast majority of the public are not aware of this proposal. Two, when you explain it to them, they understand very quickly 
what this means, and they're not happy about it. The second justification that was sort of given was, uh, ah, let's let the voters decide. This is a complicated thing. Let's let the voters decide. And to me, you know, Dan, that's a, that's a cop-out. Now, per the county registrar of voters, the cost of putting this on the ballot, just because we ought to let the voters decide, is over $1 million. Actually, I got the exact quote. is $1,027,913.08. And that comes out of the STA's budget or the county's general budget? That'll come out of the county. Okay. And the, uh, we got uh, about 5000 for setup. Uh, and for, for, <laughs> Lord, help me understand why it's going to cost $874,610.53 for labor. Wow. <laughs> uh, and another 148000 some odd dollars uh, to actually put it on the ballot itself. But frankly, and I've served in elected office, sometimes there may be a legitimate reason for, well, let's let the voters decide. But often it's just an umbrella to hide under. Don't blame me, blame them. But here you have a question of stewardship of over a million dollars. And is this the wise thing to do? Because polling has clearly shown that taxpayers are not in favor of this. They want their roads fixed. They're not so wild about many of the other uh, Christmas tree ornaments that are attached to this package. The third reason they said was, well, November will look different. Yeah, you know, we're in a pandemic right now. Yeah, I understand. Economy's hard. But November will look different. And admittedly, I'm sure November will look different, and no one knows exactly how November, five or so months down the road, is going to look. But every forecast I've seen is that the economic recovery of the pandemic is going to take many, many, many months for slow and steady progress. I'm not sure, so sure the economic outlook is going to be all that, that uh, different than right now. But the real Trojan horse that you mentioned, Dan, really the biggest Trojan horse was that, hey, this is going to be an economic stimulus. Matter of fact, I had an email from one of the STA directors the morning of May 14th, and a SAC B article had come out saying, this is not a good time. Voters don't want tax increases. This is a lousy time to do this. And he actually wrote me a note saying that, uh, hey, good article, but it doesn't cover employment. And I sort of scratched my head and said, what, what, what do you mean by that? He said, be sure to watch the meeting today. To which I said, yeah, I'll be there. So when they came along and said, wow, hey, you know, for this $4.8 billion, we on average are going to be able to hire 3,300 people. Hmm, okay. That's over 40 years. Over though. 40 years. Right. And uh, now, when I think economic stimulus and a classic economic stimulus my thought uh, goes to tax cuts and things that increase the disposable income of your taxpayers. This is not increasing the disposable income of taxpayers. Right. That's that's a that's a key point, I think, because in let, let's just talk without getting too far in the weeds. <laughs> Classic Keynesian economics is kind of what they're doing with the uh, the aid, aid packages right now you uh, you can lower taxes that they, they you know we've had a tax uh, the tax has been lowered in the past but classic uh, uh, economic Keynesian stimulus theory is you increase go- government spending or you uh, give money to people to spend you're not asking people you don't have a tax increase as a stimulus plan precisely you may want to spend some money you may decide, not to do this or to do that, and we'll spend money here or there, but you don't go into the people's pockets and take more money out of their pockets, which is exactly what this does. You know, when you're taking money out of people's pockets 
just so you can hire under justification, you know, 3,000 people on average over 40 years. That's simply robbing Peter to pay Paul. That's simple income redistribution in that process. It's not stimulus. If we want an economic stimulus plan, we ought to propose an economic stimulus plan. But I think, frankly, the bottom line here is, is that they want to do what they want to do, and these are the flimsy justifications to give them some political, oh, you know, don't blame me, I'm stimulating the economy. And I'm just going, I'm holding my head going, my goodness, what is, what is the logic here? I, I think we need to point out at this, at, at this juncture as well that Measure A needs, as Measure B did in 2016, it needs a supermajority of 66 and two-thirds percent passage. That's correct. Is that correct? That's right. correct. So yeah. I'm, as somebody who held elected office, I'm going to ask you to project a little bit here, Bruce. <laughs> so you, ha- you held elected office, and there's a political decision every elected person has to make. Take your hat off from the tax group. Would you be inclined as an elected official to go to voters and ask them at this time to pay more taxes or would it be a better idea, again, you know, taking your taxpayer hat off, to wait two years and come back in two years when the economy is better? I think no question to wait and to pause and come back. No one says that there should never be a tax. And with, say, the Sacramento, SAC tax, Sacramento County Taxpayers Association, we're not anti-tax. We're anti-dumb tax. And to use tax money wisely and effectively. There may be a justification at some point, but I think the Transportation Authority not only has to look at the timing of the tax, the economic impacts of the tax, just not that it's going to stimulate, you know, this this theory stimulating uh, some jobs, but what's actually in the package itself. And uh, I think as you realize and I realize there are a variety of interests out there in the broader community, business interests, landowner interests, developer interests, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And there's all sorts of things that go on behind the closed doors that the average citizen is, is never fully aware of. So when you see something and you go, this just doesn't make sense right now, and then others go, no, we got to do it, we got to do it, we got to do it, it always makes me pause for just a moment going, hmm. What is their motivation? What, what's, what's, what's the big rush? Sure. You know, I, the existing sales tax here in Sacramento County is higher than 83% of all the other counties nationwide. And when we raise it to 9.25%, Sac County is going to be 88% percentage. 88th percentile. Exactly, exactly. And I know for a fact that, hey, if I'm paying that amount of tax, let's say I want to buy a car. Well, nuts. I can afford to drive up the street to Roseville. You know, and buy a, a, a car there or do this, that, or, you know, or over in Yolo or wherever it might be. I mean, that's part of the economic impact of what this tax has. So I think this tax will only serve to uh, demotivate small business and uh, make our recovery slower and slower. There's one other thing I'd like to touch on as well, Bruce. Sales taxes, by their very nature, are regressive, or, or put another way, they're more, they more adversely affect poor 
poorer low in- income earners versus high income earners. And that brings me to the next kind of point I'd like to discuss. You've made some very interesting alliances in your opposition to Measure A. Could you at least speak to which groups they were and kind of what, what common ground you have with them in your opposition to Measure A? Absolutely. Well, you know, as I mentioned, two months ago we had 400 public comments uh, opposing uh, Measure A. Uh, last week had uh, up to 700 comments opposing Measure A. These are massive numbers. And as I had one city council member said who had changed his vote previously, he said, I don't understand when I get 700 emails saying this is not a good idea that no one else is not also listening. And I mentioned that it's easy to get new allies. And indeed, I am delighted with uh, the National Action Network, Reverend Al Sharpton's group established back in 1991, as well as the National Association of Advancement for Colored People, NAACP, now have formally endorsed opposition to Measure A. And uh, uh, the National National Action Network is dropping off. I have a copy right here. Uh, A letter to all the Board of Supervisors personally this week. Uh, NAACP is doing the same next week. We'll be having some op-eds come out uh, about this. But this does hurt the economically disadvantaged disproportionately. Sales tax by its nature is regressive. And while these may be sort of odd or may be considered odd colleagues, frankly, I don't find them odd at all. And I, I welcome them. From my point of view, we're all citizens. And we all deserve, you know, whether you're poor or wealthy, uh, whatever ethnic background you may or may not have, Democrat, independent, Republican, who cares? These are taxpayer issues about the effectiveness of our government and the use of taxpayer dollars wisely. You know, again, we're all citizens. We want our government to work properly. And, Bruce, one other topic I want to touch on briefly. In 2016, when Measure B was on the ballot, I don't have the exact ratio, but I know the proponents of Measure B had about three-quarters of a million dollars. I know uh, Mayor Daryl Steinberg alone gave $200,000 from his campaign, uh, his campaign uh, uh, war chest to it. And there was a lot of money from developers. The opposition was, I think they had, might have had fifteen or $20,000. Don't quote me on those exact numbers. But it was vastly... Mm-hmm. You know, David uh, Goliath. Uh, it really was a David and Goliath from the point of view of financing. This time around, if uh, listeners were interested in supporting your group or um, getting involved, how how can they reach out to you or the NAACP or the National Action Network? Or sure, is no, there a, glad do you have a clearinghouse or mm-hmm. uh, exactly how can they get a hold of you? No, that's that's a great question, Dan. And, and by the way. You have to ask yourself a question. When a, a, a sitting elected, dealing with a measure that's going to impact him or her, you know, is willing to take $200,000 out of their war chest, you really have to ask, what's the motivation? What's going on, you know, behind the scenes? Now, at this point, uh, we hope to make our voices known to the Board of Supervisors on July uh, 14th, and uh, maybe with some uh, thoughtful consideration, uh, the supervisors will um, reconsider some of the previous votes. That, that, that is if they schedule a meeting for more than an hour and a half, like they, <laughs> they've been wont to do on the last several sessions. Okay. But I digress. Okay. 
the official coalition is uh, Sac County Residents Against Measure A. And if they go to Facebook.com uh, slash Sac County Residents Against Measure A, spelled out just as it is, uh, you'll come to our, our Facebook page and you'll find a online resolution where if you use the sign up button, simply hit sign up and you can read the resolution. And if you agree, you can uh, put your John Hancock at, 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 along with the many hundreds of others or thousands. And uh, that'd be one way to express uh, your opposition. We'll be getting out other information, particularly about the July 14th meeting. But I'm, I'm be happy to give my personal uh, telephone number. Uh, if people want to know more, uh, my message phone is 916-624-6476. I'll just say it again, 916-624-6476. That's a message phone, and uh, but I, I'd get all my messages. And my email address is bruce.lee.sta, Sacramento Taxpayer Association, at gmail.com. You know, we're in it together. We sink or swim together. And I think let's take ownership of our, of our government together and, and defeat this measure. Bruce, any final thoughts on Measure A? Well, you know, we've covered a lot of ground. One thing I will point out, you know, how we use the tax over the past 10 years, because people want to say, well, how are we spending what we got? And uh, only about 30% of the millions or billions of dollars in the past 10 years has gone to street, road, and maintenance. About 35% has gone to transit operation 12% to bus and carpool lanes and things of this nature. But eventually, the polling has been very clear, and the Transportation Authority did polling last fall. Uh, and the results were that, oh, are you pro-transportation? Yes. Okay, now are you pro-transportation if we spend it on this or that? Uh, no. What are you interested in? I want my freaking roads fixed. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, read, read my lips. I want my streets maintained. I want safety. I want no potholes, etc. Uh, I, 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 I don't want bullet trains. Uh, I don't want things like that. And I want my money spent the way I expect it to be spent. And there is a history of taking money now in various areas uh, of, you know, you take this money, it's supposed to go for topic X, but you go, oh, I'm, I'm a tight crunch, so I take it and I spend it on the topic Y which really torques off the taxpayers. Bruce Lee, thank you for your time today. Dan, thank you, and thank you to all your listeners. Much appreciate what you're doing. It's a great value to the community.